funny is after the years of doing this, along the way, I've met some pretty stupid millionaires. Yes. And then I tell my members that I'm like, there's people out there way dumber than you making way more money than you. Right. <laughs> you know, so you got to remind yourself of that. Like, because even the I came from a science background, master's degree in science. And a lot of the smart people make no money because they're over analytical. They, they, they don't take risks. They want to study things a hundred times and map it out. And it's like, you know, sometimes the dumb people, they just start going and they just right. keep punching and just keep right. going and they win. My name's Rudy Moore, host of Living the Red Life podcast, and I'm here to change the way you see your life. In your earpiece every single week. If you're ready to start living the red life, ditch the blue pill, take the red pill, join me in Wonderland and change your life. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Living the Red Life. We're here in my Miami office kicking off. We've got Sean in. He's sold a lot of companies. He's helping a lot of people make a lot of money, not only for himself, but now empowering others. So welcome to the Thanks show. Thanks for having me, man. This is quite an impressive place. Yeah, well, it's a lot of red, at least. It's, right? It feels like, it makes me feel good about myself. Good, good. So let's kick off. If anyone doesn't know you, what do you do? What are your, you know, what have you achieved and what are you up to now? So I, uh, I've been in business for myself for probably 30 years. Mm -hmm. you know, I'm 51 years old. And, and I didn't make money in my 20s. I had a job working at state, helping kids make sure they weren't abused and neglected. I would, that was my focus coming out of college. I uh, started a real estate company in my early 30s. Mm -hmm. Scaled that, sold it, kind of by accident. Didn't even realize you could do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so then I watched a waste management company, the exact same thing there in Connecticut, moved to Florida four years ago. Okay. I watched a life insurance distribution deal 10 years ago. Then yeah. I sold that uh, four years ago. So I've sold multiple companies, and yes, it's been great money. It's hundreds of millions of dollars. That's all cool. But the the best thing I've done by far, Rudy, is, and I said this to somebody the other day, I don't care what company you work at, I believe I've created more people making six, seven figures than they have. And mm -hmm. for me to make money is fine, but that's not what drives me. Most people say that, but I mean it. It don't drive me. But we've created wealth for so many other people. I've been able to sell their own companies yep. under the same umbrella. So that's what I've been doing for the last 20 some odd years, man. Okay. Uh, and I would love to dive into that. So, you know, a lot of people watching this, entrepreneurs or startup entrepreneurs or maybe soon to be entrepreneurs, right? And we have a lot of business owners too. What would you say are some of the key things you've learned after, you know, doing this yourself around making money, starting the business, that sort of thing? I think a lot of people that I was, that were doing what I was doing, weren't, they weren't working hard. Like sweat equity is how you build it. Sure. Right? Sales, most everything I did was service business. Yeah. It's like, okay, if I'm going to sell real estate, I'll sell at a high level. Yeah. Then I'll get my mortgage license. Then I'll get my construction license. And I want to make all the money I could make and keep it in and put it back in the business. So a lot of folks that I've seen as entrepreneurs don't ever scale because they starve their business. Mm -hmm. They never go out and make the money. Mm -hmm. And you make the money by going out there doing what you like. You you busted your ass and built it. Yeah. And that's what it takes. Yep. So a lot of people yep. get into it and they're like, I can't wait. I'm like, buckle up, dude. It's a lot more work than you ever thought it would be. And I think it also, it gets harder, not easy. You yeah. just get better, uh, exactly. more equipped, right? It definitely gets harder. Yeah, 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 For me, it was like, if I can find a way to, to show people that I can do this, that will increase their belief level in themselves. What I found is most people fail, they don't believe in themselves. Yeah, yeah. And like, I believed in me, not as a businessman, but I believed in me. Like, I'm, sure. I can go to work, I can figure some stuff out. And then once you show people how to do it, and then also dummy it down. Mm -hmm. Most mm -hmm. people get good at something, and they tell you how good they are. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, dude, that's stupid. If I get really good at something and I want everybody around me to do it, why won't I tell everybody they can do it? Yeah. Take away. And first of all, what I do is not complicated. People are like, you're really good at it. I sell life insurance, dude. Everybody's going to die. Hey, Tom, you want life insurance? Why? You're going to die. <laughs> I just don't know when. You know, real yep. estate, waste management, sure. things that everybody had to Matt, Matt Spiel, yeah, I, I, we say in our company, third grade level, right? Everything we try and do is third grade level. And I use Trump as I teach a lot, you know, around the world. And I always say, whether you love or hate him, he's a great example of this, right? Make America great again. There's no, no one's confused about the message here and, and it won in an election. So, 
yeah, I think making it third grade level. And then also something I teach a lot is the four minute mile. I came from an athletic background. Um, and I think there's so much power in understanding the psychology behind the four minute mile, which is, you know, once, um, you know, Roger Bannister hit the four minutes, then hundreds of people have done it ever since. And it's the same for you that I found after 10 years, the strategies and tactics help, but actually half the people don't have the mindset to even use them. Right. So it's kind of interesting that you notice the same that you actually, they have to believe and empower them. And I think as entrepreneurs that hit these big goals is we have this like, you know, some, for some reason we believed in ourselves, right? And that wasn't a thing we had to always battle with. And that, that can get you a long way in life, even if you're, you know, not maybe the smartest guy in the room, but if you just believe and keep going. You know, what's funny. I had a guy, I went to college to play baseball. I didn't go to study. I got a degree in social work because everybody in the baseball team is a social worker. Okay. Then I went back to graduate school because I'm going to play football. Yeah. Right. And then I got a degree in psychology and criminal justice. Okay. And I remember my psychology professor said, people struggle with low self-image. I said, what is the biggest causation in your opinion of low self-image? And he said, the lack of unconditional love. Mm. And I was like, huh. So I started talking when I meet him and I try to figure out like my mom, if I was getting arrested, if I was beating up my brother, she loved me. She told me every day and yeah, she freaking yeah. loved me. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I see a lot of people, you know, to your point, I had a great guy that was mentoring me when I was about 18 years old. He had made millions of dollars a long time ago. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really young. A long time ago. <laughs> a million dollars is a lot of money in the 80s yeah. annually. And he said to me, Sean, there's two reasons that most people fail. And I said, what are they? He said, they think too much. Like what we do is not complicated. Mm -hmm. He said, the other thing is they spend their time telling everybody else how great they are. Yeah. And they, they worship other people. And he's like, first of all, you're not supposed to worship anybody. If I say, I say, I worship yeah. myself. But, but hey, but, but you should feel so good about yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. People should get around you. And that's what I've done. I've made it because I don't think I'm the smartest one in the room. I don't think, but I've learned to be open enough, make good decisions. That's why I've made life insurance. I got in the business and I was like, dude, I'm 36 and I'm young in this mm -hmm. business. Like, mm -hmm. how old are all these people? I remember I said to one of the companies, I said, what's our biggest issue? I said, your folks are going to die. Yeah. Like, <laughs> your distribution is just going to die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they were so backlogged just technologically, I saw a phenomenal opportunity. For sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was life changing. So. It, it's funny because it's like I did an Instagram post that most normal people confuse the confidence of myself or an entrepreneur with arrogance, right? And it's like, you have to have this perfect blend. Like I'm always super, like ever since a kid, I always thought I could be the best in yeah. something and win, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and you have to have this perfect blend, I mean, of having that belief in yourself, but then being open-mindedness that you always want to learn, right? So I had this blend of, confidence borderline arrogance blended with i want to be the best and i want to study and learn and like so i want to hire him do that go to that event consult here and always be open to like well what if right and i mean if you can combine those two elements where you're not too confident or arrogant where you're like i know everything but it's enough that you just keep going when you get punched in the face every day in business the world of business you're off to success. Well, I think, you know, just you, I've only known you a short period of time, but I've watched a lot of your content. Yeah. And you care about other people. You want them to win. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, and by the way, your confidence, that's how I feel about like, you have to exude your confidence you want me to follow you. So sure. I can't walk into your business and go like, shit, Rudy don't even like himself. Rudy <laughs> don't feel good about himself. Why am I here? It's a path of destruction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to make up for my lack of confidence. Yeah. And I work real hard when I find, because you look him in the eyes, I said to a guy one day, I'm like, dude, if you'll ever see yourself the way other people see you, you just don't see yourself that way. Not yet. And if you ever decide to, because the greatest thing for me getting around really wealthy people early on, because I was raised with no money, was I'm like, they're not any different. Like, why do Yeah, I of course. Yeah. I yeah. can go. Yeah. And I'm like you. I believe in me. Yeah. And I had to survive. I had to believe in me. Yeah. And I think putting that, helping other people find that, because 
going out and winning in America, dude, it takes work and a grind. Mm-hmm. But you can do it. Yeah, of course. I don't care what your limitations uh, are. What's uh, funny is after the years of doing this, Along the way, I've met some pretty stupid millionaires, yes. and, and I tell my members that. I'm like, there's people out there way dumber than you making way more money than you, <laughs> right? That's true. Yeah, so you got to remind yourself of that. Like, because even the, I came from a science background, a master's degree in science, and a lot of the smart people make no money because they're over-analytical. They, they, they don't take risks. They want to study things a hundred times and map it out. And it's like, you know, sometimes the dumb people, they just start going and they just right. keep punching and just keep right. going and they win. Absolutely. Right. So, I mean, that's a great message to anyone listening. Like you got to blend. Yes, you want to have a plan and, and you want to know your numbers and all that stuff. And I talk about that a ton, but you could just got to start. Right. Like we coach a lot of members and some of the smartest ones, they take six months to launch. And some of the less small ones, let me put it that way, they launch two days later without, and half of it's broke, but at right. least they start, you know, and they create momentum. And that's when we started the insurance. So it's funny. I had this tiny little office. Had a few bucks, it made some money, and we took, I printed on my damn printer, move fast and break things. We put it on every freaking Yeah, wall, great. Yeah, yeah. And we made a disastrous mess. Mm-hmm. We went from $11 million that year. We did, we did about $750 million in paid premium last year. Yeah. Like, we made all kinds of money. We were doing this. Yeah. We we're always moving. Yeah. And yeah. most of the people, you're right, they do this. They park, they yeah. move. And I met some stupid billionaires on top of millionaires. Yeah. And I'm impressed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I'm not the smartest guy, but if they can do it, yeah. I sure as hell. Well, I think there's this, I teach something like, there's this like a snowball effect. It's like, it's easier to roll once it's rolling. And I mean, a lot of people, it's kind of like weight training. It's easier when you're in the middle of the reps versus a stop, pull, stop, pull, stop, pull. That's way harder. So that energy and that momentum can be contagious for your brand, for your staff, for you. And, uh, you know, my ops people hate that, right? Like Jen sat here behind me. She hates that stuff because I'm like, let's just launch it tomorrow and figure it out. She's like, well, we don't even have insurance yet. I'm like, well, bring the insurance company today and get it insured, right? So that's as an entrepreneur. And then you need those people around you that clean up your mess, right? right. You know, so well, how did you find, let, let's talk about the selling of the businesses side because a lot of people grow businesses. I, I say stages of entrepreneurship. First, it's figuring out how to make money, then how to keep money, and then eventually how to actually build to sell and then yeah. invest that, right? So talk about some of the lessons from actually coming to the part of the exit, preparing for exit. And then I would love to hear like, hey, you wake up one day and you've got millions of dollars all of a sudden. Yeah. Where are you putting that money? Well, first of all, I educated myself. So I did nothing about it. The first time somebody asked me what my EBITDA was, <laughs> so I said, what is that? Yeah, yeah. And the guy don't explain it. I go, why don't you say my net income? The money, in, the the money in my bank account. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why don't you tell me that? Yeah. So I took a lot of meetings. I met with a lot of companies yeah. to really do my research. Mm-hmm. And I never felt inadequate because I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing, but so what? Like the company that bought my real estate was international. That was all new to me. Matter mm-hmm. of fact, that was right before COVID hit. Oh, wow. And it was like, literally, to give you an idea, there was another $100,000 in permits or something. They went, and my guys are so smart. They're like, no, we're going to argue it. I'm like, just tell them we'll pay half. Yeah, yeah. And, oh, okay. and three year, three days later, COVID becomes this. Yeah, they don't like throws every back 30 cents a dollar. Yeah. Multiple times, I still <laughs> didn't. Um, what I would tell you is, first of all, you have to make sure, because a lot of people say, I want to sell my business. I go, well, let me go over your numbers. Then I'm like, would you buy this? Yeah. Like, you don't make any money. Yeah, yeah. You didn't create something. Like, you didn't make any money. You're in a service business as well as tomorrow, right? So you really have to do your research. And what's blown me away is there's multiple ways to structure them. There's cash. Mm-hmm. There's earnouts. We keep making yep. money. There's stock. So I've gotten quite a bit. I always leery of people that want to give away their stock. I mean, their company doesn't have much value. People call me all the time and say, I want you to be on my board. I'll give you this percentage of the company. I'm like, you don't even know me yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. give yeah, yeah. away that easily. Yeah. It means you're not, it's not that valuable. Yeah. So what I will tell you is do your research, get around people, ask as many questions as you can, 
relax. You don't have to make a decision overnight. Mm -hmm. I mean, I never thought I'd sell something to make hundreds of millions of dollars. I remember last time I came back and I went to the staff, like, what happened? I'm like, I got sold the company. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah. they offered this. I counter with this. We did this. I got everybody this and we moved on. What I learned about my money, first of all, I'm a huge, huge fan of tax for municipal bonds. I just am. I'm a okay. big fan of that. And I'm a big fan because it matches my personality. Stuff, sure. Right? And like, explain what that is for everyone. If they so, so to, you know, you kind of laughed about, you know, Jen and the ops people. I, you know, I started, I got paid a lot. And, and I was like, you know what? I've been managing my money my whole life. I'm done pretty well. Life's good. But I really probably should go to one of these bigger brokers, see what they actually offer. Sure. And I'm sitting down with this guy. And you go to JP Morgan. You go to Morgan Stanley, Goldman Sachs. And they're all trying to do this. And, and, I, and I said, here's what I want. I have all this money over here that I'm going to play with. I'm going to keep my real estate. I'm going to invest in the market and my equities. I'm going to lose and win. And I yeah, yeah. win more than I lose. Yeah, yeah. But I do want to take, here's what it costs me to live a month, mm -hmm. which is a lot of money. Mm -hmm. You know, buddies the other day is like, I can live on 20 grand a month. I'm like, huh? I can live on like 250 grand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I said, I want to take a chunk where you spit me off an income that I'm not taxed on. Yeah. So, and I want A rated. So I started to learn about bonds. Like, what do you all buy? And I'm like, how do you, how do I know they're safe? And he's like, well, it's taxing authority. And they do this in schools and toll booths. And I'm starting doing all this research on it. And now for all these years, I'm like, dude, they pay me every month. <laughs> My principal don't go on and all. I play with this money over here. Life's really good. And, what I learned is the more money I had, the more access I had to buy as an institution, right? So I could buy at a different rate. And sure, a different, sure, so sure. I really, but what I would tell people is surround yourself with good people. I found a good attorney early on and a good accountant because yep. I knew I'd get sued. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. It was 100% yeah, yeah, yeah. it wasn't the last deal. I got enough people like, yeah, sued. I'm like, I got sued. Federal court, state court. Because when you go do something big, the people that you upset, yeah, of course, yeah. it's the way yeah. it works. Yeah. And everybody's like, what'd you do when you might suit? I'm like, I just try to figure out what I was going to have for lunch. Like, who gives a shit? Mm -hmm. Like, it's just part of business, man. Yeah, it's, it, it sounds scary at first. Yeah, and it it's just really like, scary yeah. yeah, it's in process. Like, yeah, yeah. Okay, I like it. You know, my daughter one day is like, what do you do when they show up? I'm like, what's the guy want? She's like, he's downstairs door. I'm like, he's probably serving me something. Should we do it? Throw on the table and send to my attorney. Like, and yeah, and, and eventually you don't even deal with it, right? No, like, I never deal with you, it. Yeah, like I, I just go, y'all yeah, yeah. send me a bill every month yeah. and, and move on. But I, what I did learn, Rudy, it's honestly, man, is I learned that there's so many ways and find out what matches your personality. Yeah. Like I'm a risk taker by nature. I'm a big life, life insurance fan. I've taken out some really big index universe life policies for my kids and built retirement that way a long time ago. But there's so many different vehicles sure. out there. Just do your research, man. And I talk to everybody. I talked to all the big brokers, just like when I went to the private equity deals. And I, what happened was some of the people I talked to in real estate, I didn't do a deal with them. But then come waste management, yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, I knew them. And then life insurance. So I built this network of people who knew the businesses I built. Mm -hmm. And now they call me like, why don't you come work with us? We're going to acquire. I'm like, dude, I'm just too busy doing this other stuff over here. Yeah. I, well, what I like and hear from that is like, and this is what I do too, is you have that like for, kind of throwaway or usable fund, right? Well, I'm going to take some risk, do some yeah. of this. And then you have the more, hey, I'm going to invest long-term, play it safe, and it's going to cash out. And and I always try and find deals. You know, I bought a castle a couple of years ago. Castle? Yeah, and in, uh, it's near Atlanta, North Carolina. That actually, near, sounds cool. Near, near Asheville. Castle. Yeah, well, that was one of the reasons. So I bought the domain Rudy's Jet, Rudy's Island, Rudy's Castle. So I'm just ticking off the boxes. So, um, so I got the castle so far. But anyway, the cool thing about that is we host all of our big 1,500K members there. I actually got married there. We host our events there. We Airbnb it, and it cash flows, right? So to me, I like some fun stuff like that where 
you know, could I get a better deal somewhere else on something more boring? Yeah, of course. But having that diversity, I mean, having stuff, some stuff that's beneficial, fun, and still lucrative, and then having more of the boring stuff that just runs itself, right, is a great way. So, so let me ask you one question. You wake up one day, deal signed, wires in, money's in your account. What do you think? How's that day go? I'll be really honest with you. It was, it was surreal. Like when I started, because I never thought, dude, I was trying to make $100,000 a year. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I was like, I'll make a million. I didn't make a million dollars a year until I was in my 40s. Mm -hmm. So like, you're crushing it. But a lot of the people that they're watching online are not. Yeah. And everybody thinks they had a rich overnight. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was a line. But when that money, when that, the biggest why I ever got, matter of fact, my bank rejected it. <laughs> I had a small bank. Yeah, and yeah. A true story. They're saying yeah. like on a Friday, my attorney calls. He's like, hey, they won't. And you start learning about banks. So like, how much can they have on hand? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, 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 and I'm like, yeah, you guys yeah. can't take the money. Yeah, like, yeah. No, we can definitely not take that yeah, kind of money. And so, you know, and I'm like, you're sure it's safe and the whole deal. But when that all got resolved, I, I, what I wish I did, and I didn't do this, is I wish I took a moment to reflect on it because I'm a psycho, so I just kind of keep going. That's the Mason way. Yeah, I really was like, I really wish, I never really enjoyed it at all. I, I have now retrospect look back on it, but I went from that money's in there, damn, I got to go to work. Like, who cares? <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. kind of like, who cares, Sean? Congratulations, big deal. It's not a big deal. And I've really, over the course of time now, taken some time to reflect on it. But I think the bigger piece was, all I ever wanted to do is provide a situation where I didn't make decisions based on money all the time. Mm -hmm. For my kids, for people I care yes, about. Yes, yes. I think that's where we all start, right? Yeah. Like, a lot, lot of us entrepreneurs, like, you know, I start because I never want to look at a price tag ever again, yeah. right? Or, like, worry about a bill. I grew up in England. Parents weren't wealthy. We had to turn the heating on for, like, one hour a day when it's freezing outside, and you had to have breakfast sat by the radiator and the fire because you couldn't heat the whole house to expenses. So... It's, it's funny how, and then you, you know, now I live on the, you know, penthouse yeah, on the beach, different right? It's a different world, yeah. But it's just funny how um, I think over time your goals change, but it, a lot of us, it comes back to just like, we didn't grow up with money and we saw how money can be toxic or have control over you, right? Like if you don't have it. So for a lot of us, it's just creating that freedom. So if anyone wants to, you know, learn more about you, follow you, get some more of this wisdom, where do they find you? Man, Instagram, my name is Sean, S-H-A-W. My last name, even though it's pronounced Mike, is M-E-A-I-K-E. -E. YouTube channel, the same. I got a podcast, Close and Conquer. I uh, wrote a book called Punch Me in the Face. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. Punch yeah, yeah. Me in the face yeah. um, and punch him back. And uh, you can find me at any of those. I'm on an app called Manek. You can look me up there. So, and I and I think just like as I listen to you talk, man, I just want more people that are turning the heat on an hour a day, or grew up that way, or had a single mom or single dad, or had to understand that don't let people trick you. Yeah. Any, but you can go do it. Doesn't mean hey, listen, I can't do what you're doing, but there are other ways to do. It. I I'm not. I can't pull this off. If I try to wear that, you'd be like, dude, cut it out. Get out of here. <laughs> but there are other ways. Sure. To yeah. Money. Yeah. 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 And you've got to find what works for you and what's in your personality, what you love to do. Mm -hmm. And that sounds stupid, but if you love it. Like I liked real estate and I liked waste management. I liked a lot of this, but I freaking loved life insurance. The first okay. time I wrote somebody policy and the person died like two days later in motorcycle accident in his 30s, I was like, dude, people like really die. Like suddenly. Yeah. They okay. got a quarter million dollars and they had made one payment and it saved like their house. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, okay, dude, I'm in. Wow. I fell in love with it. And then I fell in love with replicating that. And and by the way, you're good at selling something. You're selling you. Yeah, you're yeah. selling something and you'll make money. You'll become wealthy. Yeah. Well, I, I always ask a word of wisdom as we part. I mean, get good at selling stuff and find something that you love what you do. It's a good 100%. summary. 100%. Cool. All right, buddy. Great to see you guys. Check him out. Until next time, keep living the red life. Well,